Repent and Live. This week, I've chosen to upload my sermon on a case study of the book of Jonah. The assignment was to read the book of Jonah and listen to what the Holy Spirit wanted me to speak about on the topic. Now this is not as easy as it seems, as the sermons must not be more than 10 minutes long and there's so much insight to gain from the book of Jonah. Fortunately for me, after just one reading of the book, the Holy Spirit focused me on the works of repentance. My audience is all of mankind, everyone, and my goal is to tell the story of a compassionate God who's not willing that any should perish, but that all should repent and have an abundant life in the kingdom of God and also gain, more importantly, eternal life. My style is quoting scriptures as usual and my punchline, the aim of the game, is to repent. 2 Peter 3 verse 9, the NLT version says, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. No, he's been patient for your sake. He doesn't want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. What a beautiful story of the love of God towards mankind when we believe in him and repent. So let's get into the sermon. So let me begin with Jonah chapter 3 verses 4 to 10, the King James Version. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God, and proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. For word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid his robe from him, and covered him with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything, let them not feed nor drink water. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn every one from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hands. Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? And God saw their works that they turned from their evil way and God repented of the evil that he had said that he would do unto them, and he did it not. What I found interesting about the prophet Jonah's message was that it did not say that the city would be overthrown if they did not repent. It just said that it would be overthrown after 40 days, period. Now we see that the people heard the message and proclaimed a fast among themselves and repented. Then the message made its way up to the king, it seems, who then repented also and made it a national decree, which included the animals. The response of the people of Nineveh was a response of faith to Jonah, a Hebrew prophet's God, 
a belief that this God could and would do what he said, and that if they repented, they would change his mind. So the first step of faith is that he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So the scripture says that the people believed God and proclaimed a fast and repented. You can see from the words of the king that if they repented was not in the message. This is what he said. Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? And God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way. And God repented of the evil that he said that he would do unto them, and he did it not. You see, they produced the fruit of repentance. They turned from their evil ways. It seems as if God has a law in place that makes him respond to a repentant heart and forgives them. Jonah recognized that also. It was his repentance that caused the fish to spit him out and give him a second chance to deliver the message. So let me now read Jonah 4, 1-5, the King James Version. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was very angry. And he prayed unto the Lord and said, I pray thee, O Lord, was not this my saying when I was yet in my country? Therefore I fled before unto Tarshish, for I knew that thou art a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and repentest thee of the evil. Therefore now, O Lord, take, I beseech thee, my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Then said the Lord, Doest thou well to be angry? So Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side of the city, and there made him a booth and sat under it in the shadow till he might see what would become of the city. I'm not sure what's up with Jonah. After he prayed to the Lord, he was still hoping that the city would be destroyed. It would take a completely different sermon to go through his reaction, but I want to focus more on repentance. A repentant heart tugs at the heart of God. It would seem that when you repent, God has no choice but to save you, deliver you. God has to respond to a repentant heart. And you can be prevented from repenting by just staying in unbelief and disobedience. You can have ears and not hear, eyes and not see. You can read and not understand. Things will be hidden from you, which will cause you not to repent. Because if you repent, God will save you. Let's see further scriptures on repentance. In Matthew 11, 20 to 26, the King James Version, it says, Then began he to upbraid the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done, because they repented not. Woe unto thee, Shorazin! Woe unto thee, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the day of judgment 
than for you. And thou, Capernaum, which art exalted unto heaven, shalt be brought down to hell. For the mighty works which have been done in thee had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. When I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for thee, at that time jesus answered and said i thank thee o father lord of heaven and earth because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and has revealed them unto babes see there when something is hidden you just cannot repent let's look at luke chapter 13 1 to 5 the king james version there were present at that season some that told him of the galileans whose blood pilate had mingled with their sacrifices and jesus answering said unto them suppose ye that these galileans were sinners above all the galileans because they suffered such things i tell you nay but except ye repent ye shall all likewise perish or those eighteen upon whom the tower of siloam fell and slew them think ye that they were sinners above all men that dwelt in jerusalem i tell you nay but except ye repent ye shall all likewise perish jesus made reference also to the story of jonah in a very powerful way matthew twelve thirty nine to forty one the king james version says but he answered and said unto them an evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign and there shall no sign be given to it but the sign of the prophet jonas for as jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly so shall the son of man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth the men of nineveh shall rise up in judgment with this generation and shall condemn it because they repented at the preaching of jonas and behold a greater than jonas is here so you see the aim of the game is repentance the message of the kingdom of god is to repent for the kingdom of heaven has arrived and it is demonstrated with signs and wonders the signs and wonders should cause one to repent you see the message of the gospel should cause you to repent and live have an abundant life living god's will through you so i trust that you were blessed by this sermon about repentance about the graciousness of god i am an agent of change in god's kingdom so if you'd like to make contact with me please subscribe to my podcast called vocal point by vocal angel and visit my website vocalangel.com so everyone be blessed